This is the BB Cast with Eileen and Anna, talking about fitness, lifestyle, and anything BB related. Bubble butt, yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Eileen, and this is Anna, and welcome to the BB Cast. This episode, we are talking about mental health in lockdown. Yes, so if you have any sensitivity towards like mental health or in general mental health discussions and might possibly trigger you, please be cautious and leave the podcast if it's too much for you. Yes, thank you for that, Elin. And now we can finally reveal our guest for this episode, our mental health expert. Please welcome Jade. Hello, thank you for having me today. Tell us a bit about yourself. So I joined the server in August, but I didn't actually start talking regularly until September because general chat can be quite intimidating. So yeah, it took me like a month or so before I started actually to talk on there. And I started my first Chloe challenge at the beginning of April. And then from then on, I've been doing challenge after challenge. Wow, how fun. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic, Eileen. <laughs> no, Jade, uh, we are very happy to have you here. Uh, you haven't been on the server for that long, but you have become a very close friend to a lot of us, I think. We all know you quite well, and we missed you this week, but we're glad to have you back for this podcast episode. Um, so as I said today, this episode will be about mental health in lockdown because, well, a lot of us have had at least some struggles with dealing with this weird situation that we have never been in before. So I will start a disclaimer and then we will get into our mental health during lockdown. Before we start, we would like you to know that everything we talk about is based on our own opinions and experiences. If you do need advice on your health or fitness journey, please consult a health professional. Also, the chat is open for you to ask questions related to the topic we will be discussing today. We will answer around five of them at the end of this episode. So yeah. Um, the topic that we talk about is uh, the lockdown and the effect it has on our mental health. Uh, we know many platforms, websites, Instagram accounts have uh, had uh, posts and uh, news about how you can deal with your mental health. Um, I wanted to say, please uh, remember to ask questions if you come up with any during this talk so we can answer them at the end of this episode. Um, and then... Well, let's talk about how we dealt with the lockdown until now. Elin, tell me, how did you do? Well, I I was kind of scared at first because like, uh, I really enjoyed being like out and doing going to school and stuff like that and really enjoy my, my friends and such. So I was a, a bit afraid to since we've never done anything like this before. And I was afraid of the virus, of course. Uh, I didn't really want to catch it. But since I am a little bit of an introvert uh, normally, I haven't really had the worst experience. It's been kind of like having two summer breaks at the same time. 
So it's been restless and tiring, but it hasn't really gone into my head that much, if I do say so myself. I mean, if other people were to look at me, they would wonder what's, what the fuck is going on. But yes, for me, it's been uh, quite a normal ride. But also uh, a, lo- a lot less uh, things changed in Sweden, right? It was a bit of a softer lockdown than in many other countries. Yes, yes, of course. The uh, restrictions weren't like put upon like that hard. They were more like put out as recommendations. So I'm like, we were still allowed to go out. We were still allowed to do this and that. Uh, however, the only thing that like changed was that it was recommended that when if you like were able to work from home uh, you could work from home and uh, university students and college students they went home and worked from home yeah exactly um so for me as most of you know i am more of an extrovert uh, quite the opposite of many of the listeners we have at least on the discord uh, that you often call me the extrovert as well so when we went into lockdown i was quite scared because I was thinking well all the things that I enjoy doing will now uh, be removed from my daily life how am I going to do this Um, at first I even thought I would have to be uh, locked in my room and not see anyone anymore I was also really afraid to not even see my boyfriend but it turned out quite okay actually so I at first I was scared to even get the virus so I was really careful But um, yeah, it turned out that the risks weren't that high for us, or at least not at that time. So I went to my boyfriend quite often. We had this rule where we could all uh, see three people in total, and then we wouldn't spread it that far. Of course, you can still spread it that way, but we minimize it as much as possible. And he has nine roommates. So whenever I needed something social, I would just go there. And when I was home and he had to learn for exams or I had to work very early and he didn't feel like waking up at seven with me... um, I would just talk to the people on the Discord. Uh, I found out about Chloe during the lockdown. And soon I also found out about the Discord. And uh, yeah, there was this small family there who was always online as well. So I always had someone to talk to. Uh, I didn't feel like I was bothering anyone. While with my um, actual friends from home, if I would uh, yeah, message them every day, I think they would... <laughs> be done with me quite soon so i was glad to have you guys because you are all the same we are we all have no life indeed so <laughs> it was nice to talk to you guys um and we i also planned some things with my friends uh who are in the same city to eat dinner outside or have a workout session outside uh and i even made a very elaborate pop quiz with my friends from my old town where my parents still live um and i I dug into their Facebook and Instagram and got uh, the oldest and most horrible photos. And we did a pop quiz asking, uh, when was this taken? Who's in this picture? Who said this thing on Facebook? It was really fun. And I put a lot of energy out of that because it took me quite a while to create it as well. And just the the feeling that I would finally talk to them and see them again made me already feel a lot better. Um, yeah. And working out also helped a lot, but we will get into that a bit more later. What I do want to learn is how did Jade deal with this situation? Please tell us, Jade. So I don't really talk about this much, but for me, I definitely struggled at the start of lockdown and I was in a pretty bad place mentally. 
I never had a good relationship with my family, but this year was on a different level because I hadn't ever spent this much time with them because prior to the pandemic, all of us were working and we were in and out of the house at different times. So I never had to deal with them that much. And even though there's always issues going on at home, I was able to distract myself by going out to work or going out with friends or whatever. So I always had some form of mental escape. But then when lockdown hit, I was suddenly shut indoors with these people that I didn't go along with. And it was really challenging for my mental health because I don't, you know, I didn't have any means of escape. And it became a lot more toxic than I thought it would be. And I just felt so suffocated at home. Yeah, it sounds like you had a hard time. And I think many people might be able to relate because usually everyone is either at work or at school. So you never actually spend a whole day except for maybe two weeks of vacation. So I think your story will be very relatable to a lot of our listeners. And I think that's why it's so good that you are here today. Um, You told us about where you were, how it started for you. But can you also tell us uh, how are you doing now? Has it gotten better and how did you do it? So back then I was definitely in a negative mood every single day, which lasted quite a while because things at home did get worse by the day. And where I am now, I am a lot better than before. And things still happen, but I do have my down days and I've just learned to cope with it better. It takes a lot of time and I just had to force myself to think positively. I just think that Everyone focuses too much on what they don't have rather than what they do have. And so that's what I started to do. I focused on things that I do have and things that I'm grateful for, like having friends to talk to and you guys on Discord. And so those different coping mechanisms helped me stay sane. Sounds like you had quite a ride, but yeah, sounds uh, like you're making the best of it. So, Anna, how are you coping with it? Is it getting better? Uh, Yeah, it has gotten leaps better. As I said at the beginning, I was a bit afraid of not seeing or talking to anyone and being isolated, which would be terrible for me. Um, But of course, I found the Discord that helped me a lot. I was able to see my friends uh, at my boyfriend's house. They are my friends as well. Um, And I was lucky to get into work again quite soon because I was working at a a, sort of a call center and we couldn't do that from home. And there was this big project that we started up with uh, different um, areas of the company all coming together at that one call center. So I had to be there almost every day, of course, following the guidelines. But yeah, that helped me a lot because I was able to just see people in real life. And when I did have to work from home, I just made sure to um, yeah, work out a lot. The Chloe Ting challenges really helped keep me sane because I had a goal every day and uh, also uh, eating healthily. So I really got into not dieting, but eating or having a healthy lifestyle and uh, yeah, learning all these new dishes that are very nutrition dense. And I even created some documents, some cookbooks uh, that those things really helped me to stay sane just focusing on a healthier lifestyle and new habits. How about you then? Uh, Just as you said before, like I've been trying to find some new habits that I've been um, like working on, like working out, for example, I work out at a gym three times a week right now uh, since um, our lockdown has lifted. And I like, I just try to find something that's, I can make that's healthy and I can make a habit out of. Uh, and it feels nice to do something every day and feel like I have a routine 
and it's helped me cope with the stuff that have been like happening in my life which is like related to lockdown and stuff like that so it's been it's been quite a ride yes so you also had some struggles with the lockdown of course um and you said that working out really helps you but now you can get uh to go to the gym again um but in do you also did you have a period where you couldn't go outside or was it always a little bit easier and since i'm in sweden we have always like been able to go out and the gyms have never been closed it was just that i didn't have a gym membership before because i didn't feel like i needed it because i was home all day every day so i could do the homeworks at home but since now school has started up and there's a gym like just beside my school i decided to like i want to get some gains honey so i'm gonna do it and i've been like getting together with some friends and we've been working out together there's a lot of like health restrictions in the gym like you have to wipe everything when you, you know, when you're done and you have to like make sure that you're not leaving anything that could potentially cause other people to get sick and yeah and stuff like that and not go anywhere when you're sick uh, yeah i can imagine that it is quite hard it was for me at least to get used to all these restrictions like always having to wear a mask when you go in door somewhere or in the public transport and uh, we always have to carry around a basket if we go to a supermarket you can't go in without it because that's the way they can uh, count how many people are inside and i realized or saw around me that a lot of people really struggled with those new guidelines i got angry when they had to do it and i sometimes even got mad at them for getting angry because i felt like this is something that we have to do together Um, and some people just don't realize what an impact they can have by not following the questions. Um, yeah, how did you guys feel about uh, all these new guides and rules that that really changed the way you can go about your normal day? Jade, how did you feel about it? It was really difficult, obviously, to start off with because, um, you know, you've got social distance wherever you go. And like whenever a stranger passed me, I kind of just freaked out because... You, know, you don't know if they have the virus or not and then same for them as well they don't know if you have it and I did kind of shut myself indoors quite a bit I rarely went out and the only time I did go out was just to the supermarket but it did actually take me a long time before I was brave enough to go out and meet friends. So while you were indoors and afraid to uh, meet with other people what were the things that you struggled with most? Um, I think probably maintaining a positive mentality every day because it is quite challenging when you're trapped indoors with so much negativity and even when I tried to distract myself I couldn't always ignore the fact that things were going on inside the house and normally people would advise to just go out with friends or focus on work or whatever but I couldn't really do that anymore and work was suddenly a lot more stressful once we all had to work from home. Yeah, that's of course something that changed a lot for everyone, the working from home and everything that you normally do at home or at work is now remo uh, moved to your dinner table, at least for me. I now have my uh, well work set up on my dinner table, which means that I am not able to really eat at my dinner table anymore. So I eat on the couch, which is fine. I just watch some TV. It's, it's okay. But I am constantly reminded of the fact that work is home and home is work. And there's not really, for me at least, there's not really a way to make a division or a divide between these two, which makes it a bit hard. And 
that's one of the things that I found the most difficult uh, yeah, to make a distinguishing between those two. So when will it be work and when is it for fun? I think I found a sort of balance now, but the setup is ex- exactly the same. So it's really a mental thing, not something that I can physically change, at least not in my small room. But if you do have the uh, the ability to move to different places, for example, if you have a dinner table and another table or a bureau, make sure that you only work at the bureau and uh, or the, the desk and then go to the dinner table for anything else. Even move your laptop to your dinner table if you... Yeah, if you're not working anymore, for example. That was one thing I struggled with quite a lot. Are there any things that you struggled with, Elin? Uh, yes. <laughs> so I've had a, a bit like a problem with my uh, the, the people around me that's at home. And because as a introvert, uh, I have like a lot of problems with being with people all the time. So I'm quite like... I'm an introvert and a lone wolf, so I prefer being alone. I prefer having my alone time. And when there's people walking around every day, everywhere, and I see them all the time, I get so stressed because I'm like, I, I want to be alone. I do not want to talk to people. I want to have my alone time. And it wrestles to my habit coming up again. I have a habit of bottling up every like small inconvenience it's like a glass of water like everything that happens just a drop of water and then it just fills up and then it just topples over and i get like really stressed really sad and everything just everything is sad to me i'm just like oh my god i just dropped my pencil and it's nothing big i can just pick it up but everything that's happened throughout the day i'm just like i just dropped my pencil Oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's basically like a roller coaster of feelings. Something that got worse or even uh, originates in the lockdown, or was it something that you struggled with before, but now it becomes more clear because you don't have other things to po- focus on? Um, it has been going on ever since I uh, found out all my ha- like that I had the habit. And it's been going on quite a lot, especially when I'm in lockdown and every like small things happen because there's a lot of things relating to my home and to the people around in my home. And since we've been around each other a lot, it's been quite hard to like uh, keep it stable. And so basically I just, it's a habit that I've been trying to stop doing because it's not really that uh, good for me but it just keeps coming back because nothing is changing and I'm still at home you know so you found any tools or things that help you to deal with it is there anything that you realize now during lockdown for example that makes you realize oh this really helps me when I feel sad and this is how I can deal with it better I do something else that requires to do me just me alone uh, for me, I've been like, for example, working out because when I work out, it's just me and my earphones in. And there's, for example, Chloe. And she's like, you can do it. And I was like, yes, I can. When I'm on like my fifth uh, plank, you know. And uh, and there's like a lot of other stuff that I try just to be alone. Like, for example, going out on a walk or like, yeah, just uh, uh, going on Discord and talking to a lot of people. Because when, when I'm here, there's, people don't know me that well. 
So it's just like talking to a bunch of strangers. It feels quite kind of nice and, and it feels like a change of environment. Jade, I can imagine that it is quite hard for you to come up with things uh, or to do in order to deal with the difficult situation at home, especially as the lockdown was quite harsh, I think, where you live. So how did you deal with the the hard parts? Did you have anything to distract you, for example? I think working out was definitely a big factor. And I think just because I was working towards a goal and I had positive results at the end of each challenge. So it helped with motivation and just doing exercise every morning lifted my mood. So I really want to thank Chloe for that because she does more than just help people keep fit. She helps people struggling mentally as well. And I think if it wasn't for her, I would have been in a darker place. And my family do criticize me for a lot of things, including what I look like. So being able to see positive changes in my body myself makes me feel a little bit better. And I don't share my results with them because they're not going to be happy with me anyway. But on Discord, I do get the validation and support that I need to continue to do these challenges. And... I Skyped friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm a grandma, okay? I use Skype, don't judge. I taught myself two new instruments and, well, I talk on Discord to all you random weirdos every day. I'm just kidding. Uh, I also do blogging and my blog is based around inspirational and motivational posts to, to help people out there who are struggling. And the reason why I started that blog was because I went through quite a dark stage a few years ago and I didn't have anyone to help me at the time so what got me through it was uplifting videos and posts so I wanted to do the same for other people I'm not seeking a large audience or anything I'm mostly writing for myself and for those who need it so I just think if I can help one person and make their day better then it's worth it I think that's such a beautiful thing to do. And I think being on this podcast also will help a lot of people. So you're expanding your audience this way. Uh, yeah, I just find it really beautiful that you do that. And I don't know if you want to share it with others, but um, yeah, at least you can use this podcast, all of the listeners. Maybe they, we will be able to uplift you. We will give you some tips to deal with your mental health later as well. So Thanks, Jade, for being such a human, kind person. Okay, uh, shall I tell you what my tools were? I think they are quite similar to your tools. I already talked about it a bit. Um, of course, the lifestyle changes I did, I had a lot of time to research um, Yeah, what kind of diet would fit me. Uh, I have done a FODMAP diet once. I did that with a health professional. So please, if you are going to diet, ask a dietitian to help you. Um, this was for my bowel because I have irritable bowel syndrome um, and it meant that I could eat uh, very little kinds of vegetables and fruits. Uh, almost half of all the food I could eat was removed from my daily diet and it was quite hard, but um, that was before the lockdown. So at that point I knew what foods I can and cannot eat. And now during lockdown, I finally had the time to come up with several recipes that I could eat more uh, frequently, uh, yeah, without 
uh, getting <laughs> my bowel playing up again. So that was really great. And also to find a diet where I can incorporate enough fruit, because as some of you might know, I am a very savory girl and I don't really like sweet stuff, but I have to eat my fruits daily. And now I have found some things that I can eat or drink. I make a lot of smoothies now um, that help me uh, to get my vitamins in. And working out was the other two that really helped me a lot. I was, uh, yeah, as I have told in the episodes before this as well, struggling a lot with the way I uh, I looked. Um, but I couldn't get myself to actually start working out. And now I had no excuse. I mean, <laughs> there was so much free time and I was locked inside as anyway. So why not start doing something, uh, start working out? So, yeah. Uh, holding myself accountable to a program that was written out for me, uh, for which we already knew that it was a good program uh, that was written by someone with a lot of experience. That really helped me a lot because I didn't have to think about uh, what muscle groups to train each day. It was already there for me. Um, And of course, going to my boyfriend's house helped me a lot, as well as work that kept me quite busy during the day. And on the days that it didn't, I was just on Discord helping other people. It felt like a bit of a job as well, and as uh, answering all the questions in fitness and in food and in all the challenge chats. And another thing that really helped me, which is quite similar to Jade's uh, blog, is writing the things down that I struggled with. I always feel like... Uh, If you write something down, you can really let go of all the feelings in your head. Sometimes I can write three to four pages. You know, I can talk a lot. I can also write a lot uh, about my own struggles. And while I'm typing, I start analyzing where it comes from and I start to better understand uh, where it comes from and also helps me to realize that the struggle often isn't as big as I thought at first and how to deal with it better, Um, as well as putting some of my struggles on here on the Discord channel where I have gotten great advice and great support that I couldn't find anywhere else. So yeah, I would say if you struggle with things, please write it down either to yourself or to a friend or your family. It will really help you to start relativating uh, what is going on in your head. But as I said, Discord kept me quite sane, but I know Jade took a little break from Discord. Maybe you can elaborate a bit on why Discord can also be quite overwhelming for you. It is a positive distraction and just getting to know you all. And we just talk about random things every day. That helps me kind of ignore the things that are going on inside the house. But I think that sometimes it can be quite overwhelming because the general chat always moves quite fast. And sometimes when you're not in the mood, it's kind of hard to engage in conversation. So yeah, I am currently taking a break to just deal with some issues in personal life. And I think you should too, if you feel like you need to, because mental health comes first. So don't feel obligated to be on here every single day. And I just want to thank all of you as well, because I don't think you guys realize how much I rely on you to stay sane. Yeah. So uh, for me, I haven't really gone through a lot of like discord i mean i'm on discord when i feel like it so it hasn't really kept me sane nor insane uh but i know there's a lot of people that struggle struggle with something like fomo fear of missing out uh they're like they have to be on all the time they have to talk they feel like they need to in order to keep up with what everyone's doing what everyone is saying etc and just as you said, Jade, I think that a lot of people should take a break when they're feeling like 
they need to be on it in order to feel like their day has been done, you know? And it's quite something like innocent, but it could turn into something more serious if you continue doing it. Because uh, then it's like, okay, I'm done with everything. But before I go to sleep, I just need to go on Discord and see what people have been writing because I haven't been on it. And I feel like if I'm not there, I won't be able to sleep. And that's like, you you, you should take a break. <laughs> yeah, totally. And also, if you just uh, don't feel happy anymore going on the general chat or feel overwhelmed or anything, that's also a moment where you should reflect and look back and think, okay, maybe this is not as healthy for me anymore as I thought it would be. Uh, it's okay to take a break or just whenever I see a conversation that I feel like I cannot really uh yeah contribute to i just go either to another chat talk to another friend or go do something else it's good to take time for yourself as we have been talking about mental health is more important than this discord server even though we do love talking to you guys of course but on another note we have talked a lot about how we have been able to uh, deal better with this lockdown and found out things that help us to deal with everything that's going on um, that doesn't mean that it has been this way for everyone. Uh, it's it's just a very hard and difficult and trying time. And I just want you all to realize that you uh, that it's okay to feel bad sometimes. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to just not feel the best version of yourself at this moment. Um, and please don't be too hard on yourself. This is such a weird situation that we all have to deal with. We have all, I'm quite sure, never dealt with before. So don't be hard on yourself for this weird, weird situation. Um, and if you are feeling bad, know that we are always here to talk to you. I'm sure that everyone who is in this server right now is willing to help you if you have any struggles. Yeah, just don't be hard on yourself. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> exactly. Um, so mental health tips. Yes. Yes, we will uh, now give you a couple of tips that we have discussed before this podcast and also during this podcast uh, and if you want we can also put them in this channel for you to read back later uh, so yeah let us know if you want us to write them down for you also if you want to write them down yourselves the first tip i have that's not on our list uh, is write these things down in a notebook or somewhere that you can read it every single day to help you remind that it's okay to feel bad and that there are a lot of things that you can do to yeah uh, improve your mental health a bit so get a pen and paper ready if you want to write these down or write them down later and jade will give you our first tip Yes, so the first tip is to make mental health your number one priority. I think you should avoid things that make it worse and do things that make you feel happier and talk to people who make you feel better. Yes, and try to create a new routine which fits this difficult and new situation like we talked in other podcasts. Uh, if you try something new, it's either good or it's either bad doesn't really matter at least you're trying something and you're doing the best of the time that you have exactly um what i said before get a journal or find someone who you can write to or write in uh, about how you feel because uh, as i said often writing can uh, really release some of the stress it can help you relativate and if you talk to a friend maybe they will also be able to help you um to yeah be more 
realistic about what you are feeling. And then the next tip we have is if COVID is triggering you and the news that you see uh, keep seeing around you about COVID and how everything is going south and the lockdown will be heavier, if that really makes you feel sad, it made me feel quite sad, uh, try to avoid news websites and uh, social media that talk about this as much as possible. Uh, the, the most important things you will hear from other people around you or through other outlets anyway. So it's not necessary to look up uh, and read the news every single day about COVID. It made me quite depressed to see that we are not doing any better. But if it's triggering you, then avoid the news and social media that makes you feel bad. You, the important things you will hear anyways. And then next tip is to try figure out what makes you happy, even if it's just for a small moment like working out or talking to friends or any other hobbies. You can start a new series and these might be small minor things but they contribute to keeping you sane. It'll be different for everyone so just find out what works for you. And this is similar to what Anna said but I think keeping a grateful journal would be good so you can just write down a list of things that you're grateful for and it can be really small things like having a roof over your head, having Wi-Fi and when you just write all of those things and look back on it, then it makes you feel, I guess, happier and just more grateful for things that you never noticed before. And uh, make sure to get some movement in every day, like moving your body, like working out. It really increases your endorphins, dopamine or like adrenaline, uh, which is the things that really like help your mood go up and down. And it doesn't really have to be working out. It can just be go on a 10-minute, f- 5-minute walk, for example, just to do something instead of just laying down in bed all day. Yep, and the next tip is to not be too hard on yourself. It's okay to have down days because not everything will be sunshine and rainbows, but remember everyone is in the same boat and we're all doing our best to stay healthy and we all have hope that things will get better. Yes, and this one is for the sleep police. Get enough sleep. We will do a a whole episode on this, but sleep is so, so important. And if you don't sleep enough, then everything else will be harder. Your whole body will have to work harder to uh, deal with everything that you are dealing with right now. So uh, especially now that you have sort of the time, you're not going out doing other things. Take this time to really rest and and let your body heal and uh, let your mind in your dreams deal with all the difficult things that you have to deal with right now. Sleep is so important and we will elaborate elaborate on it more soon. Yes, and please get yourself some vitamin D. And not the vitamin D that some people might be thinking about, but go out as I said before, go on a walk or something, because vitamin D is essential for your routine. And uh, we will, I will touch upon this more in the sleep podcast, uh, as we said before, and we will do it after the Halloween episode. Uh, but please do uh, like work out or go out, because vitamin D is very essential to how your body works and how uh, your uh, melatonin will go up and down and yes I will touch upon this another time and the next tip is to try not to blame or judge others for the way they deal with the situation because everyone has their own way of dealing with this you might get annoyed at those who are going out with friends or not staying indoors and sticking to lockdown rules but try not to judge without knowing their story 
they could be feeling quite lonely at home and they don't have anyone to help them there and they probably need to see others for the sake of staying sane and I think you should just focus on what you do have instead of what you don't have like I said before it's like that quote if you don't like something change it if you can't change it then change your attitude the situation right now can't be changed so you should just change your attitude towards it and I think there's one more that Jade already touched upon before Um, focus on what you do have instead of what you don't have of course there's a lot of things that are missing right now but it's uh, yeah it will help you a lot if you can think of a couple of things that you do have even in these trying times for example this beautiful discord server where we can talk to each other all the time uh, yeah, I will I will write all these tips down later in the in the podcast general chat. Um, and for now, I think it's good if we move on to the questions. Um, Jade, if you look up in the pinned questions, you can see all the questions that have been asked. The pinned messages, sorry. So why don't we all pick out one question that we find interesting and then Elin can read the first one. Okay, yes. Um, I really found the question uh, from Sophia quite interesting what do you think of the lack of psychological psychological support during lockdown as many people develop some mental issues during the time to be honest I don't see why more people are jumping on it because this world is money driven and that's an income that people can really benefit on and but the thing is that I it bothers me that people are just like okay lockdown peace have fun and they're not really trying to do anything. Uh, but what I think is that there are people that are trying to do it. Like there's a lot of online places that are doing like online therapy and stuff like that. Uh, however, they're not really uh, advertised in the way that we can see it. Uh, so we just really have to find it. And I think that a lot of places could do better in trying to advertise a lot of uh, a lot of therapy or is psychological support in a better way. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm quite worried about the way that the government, at least our government, is dealing with this lockdown right now. Um, there is a lot of research on the impact that this lockdown has on mental health. Yet I don't see that many ways in which they are trying to deal with it. They are not offering anything. I know it's quite hard to offer psychological support to everyone that needs it, but I think there could have been done a lot more. I feel like now everyone is is uh, helping each other out of uh, yeah, just out of their own uh, because they want to, and not because someone is telling them to. Well, I think that the government could do a lot more, at least our government, to support. Yeah, this this mental health crisis that is actually emerging right now, I can of course uh, the the crisis around COVID is is very challenging as well. But I think this is a crisis that has been overlooked quite a bit and not has been taken as seriously as it should have been. But that's my opinion, and I don't know how we could change it. Yes. Yeah, so next question. Yeah, Jade, you can pick a check uh, question if you want. Uh, I will pick Leanne's question. I know I say it in a British accent, so. Don't hate on me for that. But it is, have you attempted to openly communicate your struggles with your family? And for me, I obviously don't. And I think a lot of people can't as well. People don't get along with their family and that's fine. Not everyone does. Um, I've always known that I don't have the best 
relationship with them but when you're shutting doors with them 24 7 it kind of made me realize it more and made me feel worse so I think that's why I treasure friends so much because they're family to me and they make me feel more loved than my own family do um I'm not going to go into too much detail for obvious reasons but I've never felt appreciated at home for who I am and what I do I've always grown up trying to please my parents but they kind of criticize me for everything so I guess I just seek recognition from elsewhere and so that's why I don't really communicate my struggles with my family necessarily I just talk to friends and sometimes it's easier to talk to internet strangers like on discord because I hardly know any of you but I just find that talking to you about random things or even personal things helps me get through the difficult times. I'm so sorry that you have to go through this and that this is your situation, but I'm really glad that you have such a supportive burrito blanket here. Uh, (laughs) As Leanna said, we are all here for you, of course. Yeah, but do you think it would make any difference if you would talk to them or do you think it's just a lost cause and there would be no way to... Uh, make it any better even if you can openly talk about it with your family well in my family I'm kind of exposing them here but they don't believe mental health issues are a thing it's not really a thing in my culture and I think that's why I've never really spoken to them whenever I'm struggling for something because they just say like oh you're weak you're not strong enough and whatever you're thinking you're just overthinking all of it it's not real and stuff so I think that's why I don't really talk to them about anything anymore that sucks. I'm sorry for you. Um, so I'm really happy that you have at least us now to give you some recognition and to give you all the love that you deserve because you are a wonderful person. Um, Elin, how about you? Yes, uh, as I have uh, parents that do not live together, it's a it's easy and hard at the same time because there's different problems at different at the different person and the problem that happens at my dad ends up going over to my mom and I have it's like it goes back and forth so there's like double the problems uh, that I would have if they were to like live together I'd say um but yeah I've tried and sometimes I do talk to my mom about it uh but the thing is they're very like different people than me so while my mom is trying to be supportive I don't really like feel it the same way if I were to talk to another person like if I were to talk to a friend because we could have a discussion about it they wouldn't really judge me that much worse if I were to talk to my mom or my dad I feel like I couldn't get the point across because I would just break down or something and I'm trying to get to turn around and make it better but it's a like learning process for me and it takes a while Uh, I haven't really spoken a lot about it to my parents and I feel like I should uh, since they really want to help but right now it doesn't really feel like an option for me because I'm still learning to talk to them in that way so as I said before, like I am a mix of both my mom and my dad's personality put together. So it's like what my mom thinks, I like part partly agree to. And then the same way, like on the other side. 
so they can't really get me that much they like they understand but not to the extent that i want to so yeah i take i'm taking baby steps i think for you it could also actually help to write down what you want to tell your parents before you actually go and tell them you don't have to write it down in an hour it can take you a couple of days but just thinking about it and thinking about what you actually want to talk about and also what you want to gain out of a conversation could really help you to have a yeah a good conversation with your parents so next question um is from Kara. this one i find quite difficult so i hope you have good answers for this one how can we help our friends or family who are struggling with their mental health without feeling like you're adding their issues to your own this is something that i struggled with once um but i have learned to instead of trying to discuss it it would be much easier to just listen because if you're listening that person is like they're feeling better after talking to you and if you just listen and feel like you're there you feel like you're there for the person which also makes you feel better and in that like i've tried it and in my case that works for me and uh, i mean you, you could try it but then if you feel like there's something that it's bothering you because i had once upon once upon a time in my life uh, there was a time when my friends mental issues actually touched upon and got into my issues and that was a time when i had to like recap and think why am i feeling this am i feeling this because it's my problem or am i feeling this because it's my friend's problem I'm like very empathic, so I have a tendency to really look into a person's mind and feel like, oh yes, I I feel your empathy. Like I'm very empathic towards a person because it's different. Uh, empathy and sympathy is kind of different because sympathy you can feel some for someone, and empathy you feel with someone. And since I'm like, I'm 100% empathic, so I really get into the mindset of it. And that can be a little bit of a problem. But if I were to like get into my brain, uh, if I were to like get it into my brain that my I'm actually helping the person by just listening to them, I feel so much better. And some, um, sometimes I can come with some like options if we're discussing something. Uh, but yeah it's really just like how you is how you are as a person yeah i think i'm quite the same as you i'm also very empathetic uh yeah whenever someone tells me their problem i really try to um or not even try to i can easily understand what they are dealing with and get into their space and their peace of mind um i have had a lot of struggles with this uh, in the last few years but i've really learned to realize for myself that this is not my problem and all I can do is listen and help so actually quite the same as what you were saying yeah it's it's quite a difficult thing to easily change uh it's it's very easy to get into their mindset and adopt their emotions at least it is for me and I think for a lot of us it is um but yeah try to keep it objective again as with many other things try to relativate it and realize that this is not your problem and they're also not telling you this because they want it to be your problem they just want your help and it's sometimes even good to just ask your friend okay do you just want to 
tell me what's wrong or do you want me to give you any advice? Because I have a couple of friends who immediately immediately start spurting advice and that's not necessarily what I need. I just need to let it all out and tell them what is wrong, but I don't need to hear 20 tips uh, on how to deal with it. So it's it's sometimes even okay to just ask your friend, okay, you're telling me this. Why are you telling me this? How can I help you? Just be open about it. You can even say to your friend, hey, this is also... Uh, difficult for me because I don't really know how you want me to react and often when you ask them how they uh, want you to react they also start relativating themselves so it might even be a way for them to uh, learn about their emotions as well yeah for me I think I do give advice to quite a few friends and it doesn't work for some people because like Kara said like it feels like you're adding their issues to your own but for me I think I do like helping people and Sometimes when I'm listening to their problems, I kind of forget about my own. And if I can make their day better by just listening to them or just giving them the advice from my point of view, and then they're like grateful for it, then I don't know, it just makes me feel better. And I just tell people like, you can come to me if you need anything. But I understand that some people do struggle with that because they're struggling with their own things. And it's okay to just tell your friends that like, hey, you know, um, I know you're struggling, but it's kind of difficult when you tell me these things when I'm going through things myself. I find it quite difficult to put my own struggles or emotions with someone else. I'm always very afraid to share how I'm feeling with others while I am always there for others to listen to me. It's quite a difficult situation I think uh, many people deal with, that they don't want to bother anyone with their issues um, while they are there for others all the time. I think it's good to sometimes even think about the friends that always come to you with their struggles. Are they also the friends that you can come to with your struggles? Or is it a one? Is it like a one-way street? Yeah, maybe it's good to think about who you can come to with your struggles. And I think everyone needs at least someone to deal, to share them with. And I think we have found a great support system here. I think a lot of us are open to learn about your, uh, yeah, the things that you are dealing with. I think that's something that I need to work on. It hasn't been a question, uh, but what are the things that we have talked a lot about what we have uh, grown in and what if, what we have learned a lot about, but are there also things that you uh, feel like you still need to work on? Do you mean in parts of like men mentality? Yeah, and mental health. So for me, it's it's hard to share my problems with other people. So I always keep it to myself, which is not the best thing to do because I just said that it's good to share it with friends. What things uh, are you still struggling with? And just as I mentioned before, and you just touched upon, uh, I bottle everything up until it reaches euphoria. And it's not a good euphoria. It's very bad euphoria. <laughs> and I just, then everything is like shit. I just hate it. But yeah, I really do have a problem with not talking to people about it because I feel like if I were to talk to someone about it, uh, I would feel better. But then I'm just like, I know the source. I know where the source is from. But I'm just too afraid to actually try to solve the actual source, um, which is something that I have to work on. Baby steps. We. How about you, Jade? And maybe you can also tell us how you are thinking or planning to work on that problem if you have any. I think my biggest problem is that a lot of you guys actually know, like I do overwork myself and I work extra hours when I'm not really supposed to. 
and I don't really voice it to my team members because I just kind of carry all the weight on my own shoulders and I just want to support them in any way but I do think that I need to talk to them when things get too much because I never really tell them like oh you know you're giving me too much work I have my own work so stop giving me yours I just like when they give work I'm like yeah I'll do it but I think I need to work on actually voicing my own opinion so that I don't have to work so many extra hours and wasting my weekends on this. Do you have any plan for how you're going to try to do that? Yeah, so my manager is back now, so it should relieve some of the pressure. And I think I can talk to her about how I might not be able to do some of the projects that she's given me because I still haven't managed to touch on them yet because I'm prioritizing the deadlines. And yeah, I think because we have weekly team meetings, I'll probably bring it up at some point. Yes, there's something that I was, I really found interesting, the, the question from Ami or Ama. Uh, are you as productive, efficient at working from home or more or less? This is something that I really thought about when they asked the question. And I was like, I was really productive at home when I was not in school, but I was working on school. Um, but when I got back, like now, I'm very, very slow. <laughs> I'm a big procrastinator right now and I don't know why but it's just something that went just like 180 in my mind and I was like at home you gotta work and at school you you can't work and I was like what why well, I have such a struggle with motivation right now um it's it's really weird because I always used to be super productive I would plan my whole day full with stuff to do and um, I would get everything done, make to-do lists, and and put uh, yeah, finish everything. I think for me, it's uh, the the more pressure I feel or the busier my schedule is, the more I can actually do. Uh, and now that there is so little on my plate, I just feel like I can just keep pro- procrastinating it and putting it forward to another hour. And I don't feel any motivation anymore. I think it's <laughs> this this lockdown and not having any obligations makes me so lazy. I think it's it's really difficult for me, at least, to stay motivated and to work uh, efficiently. Of course, the Discord also isn't a really big help. <laughs> I should really turn that off when I actually have to do something. But as some of you might know, I haven't been doing a lot the last few weeks because there just isn't much to do for me. And usually I would always come up with several projects to do on the side. And um, I don't even have motivation to do those anymore. So that's something that I am really struggling with. Maybe I should just make a goal list. I have a goal list, actually, but just work on that so that my schedule is a bit more full because that makes me more productive than having no goals at all. For me, I'm definitely less productive because I lack so much motivation when I'm working, especially because my work laptop, actually computer, it's in my room. So I basically live in my bedroom. There's no separation from where I sleep and where I work and I guess I don't really get that mental break so I think I just I know it's really bad but I just convince myself like oh if I'm not productive today I'll just do more hours tomorrow morning or I'll just do it on the weekend and I just need to stop doing that I should just try and work the hours that they give me it'll be quite difficult but it's also the fact that when you're working from home we have a VPN and it's so much slower 
So I think that's why I've also been less productive compared to when I'm in the office. Yeah, I think it's something that we all have the same thing that it's, uh, I, I live at my desk or my table where my laptop is. It's so hard to separate those. Um, yeah, so maybe we should both find a way to change the setting. Maybe even something like change the color of the light or the types of light that you use or the drinks that you drink, something that gives you association with either work or having your free time. I think that could help some way, but I'm not sure. I will try to figure something out that might help for you guys as well. Yes. So now we have some piece of advice from Jade, Grandma Jade. Yeah. So I just want to say to whoever's listening, you're not alone. This is a crucial time for everyone to stay healthy, both physically and mentally. And yes, it might be tough and you might feel like there's no hope, but don't give up just because there's no deadline for this pandemic to expire. You need to find your own coping mechanisms, reach out to people, seek professional help if you need it, start new hobbies, do more greeting challenges. Obviously not at the same time, but you know what I mean. Just find what you think will help you the most and... Don't see lockdown as being an entirely negative thing. If anything, see it as the perfect time to focus on yourself. You can try out things that you were unable to do before. So take the time to de-stress when you can and don't overwork yourself. It's okay to be down sometimes, but don't dwell on your negative emotions too much. You don't believe everything you see on social media or the news. So what makes you think that your thoughts are true? It's like that quote, um, worrying is like a rocking chair. It takes up a lot of energy, but it gets you nowhere. So if you can use your energy worrying, then why not put that energy into something more useful? You should focus on more positive things. Be grateful for what you have and know that this is only temporary and that better days are coming. And one final thing, there's another quote that mentions how there's always light at the end of the tunnel, which I do agree with. But to get to the end, shouldn't you have lights inside the tunnel so that you know where you're heading? So just like in life, you don't blindly walk towards something. You need light to pave your way, so metaphorically, inside the tunnel. There should be candles, even if they're small, to help you to lead you to the end. And small positive changes in your life will be the lights which will help you to keep going forward. So yeah, that's it from me. Thank you so much, Jade. The baby steps, right? We will write it down for you all so you can read it back. I think it was really nice to have you on here. Um, I think you helped a lot of people. A lot of people will be able to relate with you and you have such great insights and we couldn't have done this as good as we did now with you. Thank you. So thank you again. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, we love you too. We all love you. Yay. He loves us, guys. And then I have a bit of an announcement for next week. We already established when we will do the next episode because next episode will be a Halloween special. In this special, we will uh, tell you a story, uh, an interactive story. So you can be part of uh, the way this story will wind down. We already have the date and the time, so uh, I only have the time in the Amsterdam time right now. So uh, for me right now, it's one o'clock, so you can do the maths and see what time it is for you and what the difference is in the afternoon, so 1 p.m. And the Halloween episode will be on Halloween, the 31st of October at 20.30, so half past eight. 
Uh, I will write down the dates later, but make sure that you are there and become part of the very creepy story that we will tell. Yes, we will see you all in the next episode. Thank you all for listening. And uh, sorry that we didn't ask, answer all the questions, but we will make sure to answer some more questions in two weeks when we will have our sleep episode. So thank you all and have a good day. Bye. Just in case you weren't here at the start, this podcast is primarily based on our opinions and experiences. If you do have questions about your health or your fitness journey, please consult a health professional and we will see you next time.